You're listening to the Art of Fulfillment podcast. We interview the world's most fulfilled people to share with you the strategies, techniques, and ideas that can help you master your own art of fulfillment. Life isn't about external success. It's all about fulfillment. Or in other words, how you feel about yourself when you are by yourself. Welcome to another episode of the Art of Fulfillment podcast. Now, this episode is another solo cast episode. We're not going to be interviewing anyone. It's going to be me sharing some nuggets of wisdom in the space of fulfillment for you guys uh, because I've gotten a lot of great feedback on the prior solo cast episodes that I've done and I decided to make it more commonplace here in the Art of Fulfillment podcast. Um, and one of the things that I did was I went to Instagram and I polled the audience of what topics they would like to hear in this solo cast episode. And one that gained the most traction was how to build a passion or a purpose in your life. And so that is what this whole solo cast episode is going to be about. So why are we talking about that? Well, when we think about fulfillment, one of the most fulfilling things in life is pursuing a passion that you have and really being aligned with a purpose that you know gives your life meaning and whatever you do on a day-to-day basis because we get so fired up when we do the things that we love and that we're passionate about. I mean, we hear it all the time from successful people who essentially give... Um, give advice at the end of graduations, TED Talks, um, when they do speeches at keynote events, the advice is all the same. It's go do what you're extremely passionate about and what you love in life. And we all know this to be true. I mean, it's one of the things that are really conditioned by our society is to do what you're passionate about and that essentially will lead to a fulfilling life, which is true to, to, you know, to the fullest extent. If you do something you're passionate about, you will be fulfilled in life. But here's the catch of this. I think everyone knows that, but there are a lot of people who don't know what their passion is or what they're passionate about or what their purpose is. So I was in this place too. You know, years back, I didn't have a direction in life. I had no idea what I was passionate about. And I knew the advice. I was like, everyone's telling me to pursue what I'm passionate about, but I have no idea what the hell is my passion. And it led to this place of just stress and anxiety and almost this like fear of not being where I need to be in life, right? And I think society also conditions us because, you know, we're expected to go to college. We're expected to pursue a degree of what we're quote unquote passionate about. And that's going to be our path in life, right? So if you're in this place too, I know exactly how you feel because I've been there at that time, man. It's so stressful. We're expected to have something we're passionate or purposeful about in our lives and and essentially go down that path. So what I did was in order to get myself out of this, I told myself, I was like, I'm going to figure out how others have found their passion in life and I'm going to implement the same thing in my own life. Because I always tell people and I learned this from, from the best out there. 
If you want a result in your life, find the people who have done the result or have gotten the result, I should say, that you want to get and implement the same strategy in your own life. So that's exactly what I did. I looked at the people who are really passionate about what they do, whether it's uh, starting a business or, you know, starting a full-time career as an athlete or so on and so forth, whatever. And I looked at what these people did in order to find their true passion, true calling, true purpose in life. And what I found was absolutely stunning and also amazing at the same time. What I found is that passion is not something that is innately and naturally inside of you. Rather, it is something that is cultivated. In other words, You don't go and find your passion inside of you like an archaeological dig. You actually have to go through a process of developing and cultivating that passion. Now, what exactly does that mean? I'm going to explain that process to you later in this podcast. But before I go there, I want to explain two things that you should uh, really conceptualize about passion that will give you a more realistic and a more practical view around passion that's going to allow you to, to cultivate your own passion in your life and your own purpose. So the first thing is what exactly I just said. Don't think of passion or purpose as something that is innately inside of you. Think of it as something you have to cultivate. What I mean by innately inside of you is I think a lot of people get this notion from society. I don't blame people on this. I blame society is that passion is something that is inside of you and you have to do some sort of self-discovery and searching inside of you and it's going to be this one big aha moment where you're going to be like, whoa, I found it. This is it. Where you go and you do that one thing and you're like, wow, this is the thing that I want to do for the rest of my life. It happens. I've known people who have done stuff where they get that love at first sight thing But in reality, for the most people, and I'm not even just talking the average Joe, I'm talking like your Michael Jordans, your Bill Gates, your Steve Jobs, I'm talking about those people, those people who really were passionate, and I mentioned Steve Jobs in there because if you listen to his Stanford uh, commencement speech, he does say that you have to do what you uh, love every single day is that these people did not find these innate interests in themselves. They actually had to cultivate it. So instead of just thinking about passion as something that's inside of you and you got to do a dig, throw that out the window. We're going to be talking about how to cultivate and develop your passion. It's a process. So that's that's the conception number one that I want you, I should say concept, conception, geez, concept that you should wrap your head around passion before we go into the process. Number two is that I know most of you guys are young listeners, millennial listeners, you know, even if you're under the age of 50 years old and you're listening to this, I want you to realize that it is okay to not know what your passion or purpose is in your life right now. There is no race. There is no, uh, you know, essentially timeline that you have to follow that is going to determine whether or not knowing your passion is a right move or not. What I mean by that is just saying don't beat yourself up for not knowing what your passion or purpose is. The fact that you're even sitting here listening to this podcast and wanting to know why is just so valuable. A lot of people aren't even there and you're there right now and I want you to take a moment to congratulate yourself for that and realize that it's okay not to know what direction you're on. I mean, damn, I mean, I'm 24 years old 
And, you know, I'm so grateful that, you know, I've been able to find this process. But even so, when I was 22, I was beating myself up and I was like, I don't know what the hell I want to do. And it was not only until I asked some people, they're like, listen, kid, I didn't know what I wanted to do until I was 32 years old. Right. And it's crazy. A lot of the people, too, like, you know, there are the anomalies out there like your Zuckerbergs and and your Bill Gates. But there's many a people out there who discover their calling later in life. So right now, I want to give yourself a pat on the back and just say, it's okay that I don't know what my passion or purpose is. I'm young. I got time. And this comes to your advantage because it leads to the first step of the process. But before I go into that, I want to just recap those two concepts that I want you to have in your mind as I go through this process and as you go through this. Number one, passion is not something that is found. It is something that is cultivated. Always remember that. Number two, it is okay that if you don't know what your passion or purpose is in life, everyone is on a different timeline. You see other people who are doing what they love. Who cares? You're on your own timeline. It's okay. And guess what? We're going to find out that process right now. So this is not some process I'm just pulling out of my ass. This is one that I found from the people who have found their process or passion, (laughs) who have found their passion in life. And again, I use that term found. You really want to say cultivate in there. Um, But I use those terms interchangeably because, you know, it's just just comes naturally because that's what society has. Anyways, (laughs) I digress. Here is your process on how to cultivate a passion in your life. Number one is you have to go out and discover and play and investigate a bunch of things and see what interests you. Yes, that's right. Go out, play, explore, try new things. Find out what really interests you in life. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're probably like, Joe, you just told me that I don't go out and it's a love and first sight moment for what I'm passionate about. Yes, that is correct. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is go and see what even has a little bit of interest in you because interest starts as a little inkling and you have to pay attention to the voice in your head when you come across something that says, hmm, I really like this thing. I think this thing is very interesting and you notice that. It's it's having the awareness that you like something and that you're intrigued by it and that you want to potentially pursue that thing down the road. Potentially, I said. It's not something where you're going to choose something right off the bat. It's a potential. So go out, try new things, explore, read books, uh, go look on the internet for things to do, whatever it is. You just need to find something that you are at least a little bit interested in at first. And maybe you already have some things that you are interested in life. Take stock, take inventory. A lot of people nowadays, it's it's crazy. And I'm fall guilty to this. Don't worry, I'm not throwing stones at anyone. But you know, with all the technology and the social media and the Netflix and everything that we have going on in our external world, we rarely take the time to sit down and reflect and really ask ourselves, what are the things that I truly am interested in in life? Right? So write those things down and then go and pursue those, you know, a little more and and honestly just take stock. Maybe it's one of those things, you know, that you are interested in. And so what you want to do next after you have, you know, gained a list of things that you are interested in or there are some things that, you know, you think that could potentially lead to a passion down the road is you want to focus on getting better at that thing, whatever it is. So, for example, if it is, I don't know, let's just say it's painting right? You want to focus on getting better at painting. You want to look up YouTube videos. You want to read about the best 
artist strategies or techniques or whatever it is and learn on um, focus on getting better at that process. If it is swimming, you want to focus on just becoming the best swimming possible, looking at the techniques of like Michael Phelps and all the great swimmers out there and really focus on, you know, becoming faster and stronger and all those things. If it is, uh, I don't know, an investor, like if you want to become an investor, then you want to focus on reading all the great books on investing, learn from Warren Buffett by reading his annual reports, doing all that extra legwork into trying to get better. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're like, Joe, again, you're being a little crazy. Why would I want to dive deep into something if I'm not passionate about it or I don't know what's going to be into a passion? Here is why. When you are able to go into something and gain, eventually, mastery in that subject, that will lead to fulfillment. Mastery of a subject leads to fulfillment. But it's not just the mastery that leads to fulfillment for your passions. It is the process of getting better that leads to fulfillment in life. What do I mean by that? It's do you enjoy the process of getting better at it? So by allowing yourself to try and improve in your interests that you're going through in life, you get to determine whether or not you like the process of learning more about that subject, implementing that knowledge into your practice, and essentially getting better and seeing the results through it. So it's not necessarily the results that you should be looking for the enjoyment in, although they are very great. It's great to, you know, see the progress that you've made in an area. But do you enjoy the process of getting better? Do you enjoy the learning? Do you enjoy the day-to-day grind of trying to get better in whatever it is because here is the reality the reality is passion is something that you love so much but it's got to be something that you get more energy than it takes out of you because a lot of things that we do on a day-to-day basis that you know we aren't passionate about it takes more energy than it gives and so passion is something that you can do with a smile on your face even through the toughest thing and man improving can be tough For sure, it is not easy. And so if you're able to go through and really improve in those areas, then you can essentially really say to yourself, this is something that I can really see as my passion down the road because I enjoy the process. I don't care what the outcome is. Of course, I want great results. But in the end of the day, you want to ask yourself, you want to be like, if I never get crazy results in this area, Am I still going to be fulfilled because I enjoy the process, right? And then because you become detached from the outcome and when you become detached from the outcome, you know, you become less stressed and that's a conversation for a different time. But so the second step to recap in that whole thing that I just rambled on about, I just get really excited about it because it's awesome, is that you want to uh, try and get better in that subject and see if you are interested in the process of getting better at that thing. I'll give you a quick example about for me. So for me, when I found that I had an interest in personal development and specifically public speaking or speaking in general of, you know, what I wanted to do. Like for me, like what I eventually want to do is be on a world stage and and hold these giant seminars and help people, um, you know, pursue a path of fulfillment and learn the strategies and techniques that are going to lead them to live the best life that they possibly can create. That is just my dream and goal. And so that requires me to, number one, 
first and foremost, work on myself. Number two, be able to articulate myself really clearly and, and with passion and with enthusiasm and most importantly, authenticity. And number three, it allows me to have, uh, or it, it requires me, I should say, to have knowledge about how psychology works, how the brain works, how people react to things, what are the things that cause people to change, all those important things. So when I had the interest at first, all after that, I shouldn't say all I did, but for a lot of it was what I did was I literally tried to improve my skills in all those areas. So I practiced communicating over and over again. I would look in the mirror and just, you know, spit out these like uh, rants about knowledges that I've learned and strategies and basically practicing what I'm doing now on this podcast. I would read almost every single personal development book and get my hand on because I essentially wanted to learn how the mind works and how I could influence people. And most importantly, I tried to improve myself. One of the biggest things that I had to do, and I talk about this many times, and I talk about it in depth in my interview with Christoph Lewis, which you can see on the past episode feed is that I got off an addiction of Adderall and that was something that was like crazy. I had to implement everything that I learned in order to improve myself so that I can help improve the lives of others. And man, even though I got that outcome, man, I love that process of just learning and I love the process of just finding out new things and implementing them in my lives and seeing the change that's happening in my life and then ultimately articulating them to an audience and helping them, helping their lives by sharing what I know. And I just think that is so fulfilling. And that's when I knew it was like, this is something that I want to pursue for my life. So that's why I'm here right now. And that was number two. Number three to build your passion. So you still, at this point, you know, you you found something you're interested about, you love the process more than the outcome there, so that's number two. Number three is you gotta build a burning motherfucking desire. Yes, that's right. You gotta build a desire in you. You gotta build a desire to pursue this path so much. And the way to do that is through repetition. I don't just mean going out and every single day you practice your skill set in this area over and over again. I mean you literally have to play some neurological tricks on yourself in order to build that burning desire. Because when you think about the most passionate people in this world, they are absolutely obsessed with what they want to accomplish through the thing that they are passionate about, right? They're just so on fire. They're so excited when they talk about it. Like their eyes light up and they just get absolutely just amazing. That is not, again, something that is innate. That is something that is built and it's built through repetition because that is how the mind works. When you expose it to something over and over and over and over again, it turns into something that your mind becomes obsessed about and you just will do absolutely anything for this passion and you just enjoy it so much that you will give it your all And when you give it your all in anything, man, and you see the results that come out, you just become so fulfilled, right? Because you look back and you're like, wow, I did that thing and it was amazing and it was hard and it was difficult and it was just special. So how do you build a desire? Number one, every single day, I want you to look at a page that you will write out that says all the reasons why this thing interests you, whatever area it is. So again, if it's swimming, write down what you love about it. Do you love, you know, the feeling of the water that comes into, uh, I don't know, over your body when you're swimming? Do you love like being able to push yourself? 
yourself and the limits and and the feeling that you get of just you know breaking through pain in order to get new pace times or whatever it is if you're an artist you love to make people think and intrigue people with your painting through whatever interpretations that you put on there if it is um uh i'm trying to think if it's investing do you love the process of seeing your money grow and learning from the losses that occur from it if you make a bad mistake lord knows i've made them in the past side note but anyways but like you got want to write down what really excites you about this thing and look at it every single morning because when you look at it every single morning you expose yourself to your reasons and you feel the excitement that brews up inside of you and you make that neurological response something that is conditioned in you to happen automatically because you're exposing yourself to it over and over again on top of that you know, go out and tell people what you're excited about. Tell people that you're excited about this thing and that you love it and that you're trying to, you know, become one of the best in this thing and improve and 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 how excited that it makes you when you talk about your excitement about this subject or thing or topic or whatever you're trying to become passionate about, you essentially start to feel excited and passionate and then your brain starts to link up that this thing equals excitement, this thing equals passion, this thing equals a fiery inferno a fucking desire that you have and it just lights you up inside so you want to talk about it you want to tell your friends your families your loved ones whoever it is that you absolutely love this thing and then number three is I said it before and it's a great coupling to it you know dedicate at least 30 minutes to this thing every single day, whether it's reading about it, whether it's doing the actual thing, whether it's learning how to get better at it, whether it's listening to a podcast about it, whatever it is, you want to make a daily practice because what becomes, you know, a repetitive thing is something that is going to lead you very far in life. I did not really word that what <laughs> really did, did not really word that the best way, but here's, here's what I was essentially trying to say right there. Doing something every single day for 30 minutes is way more important than doing one thing for three hours at a time on one day of the week. Because when you do it over and over again, you create consistency. And when you create consistency, you create the automatic response that, hey, you know, I got to do this thing 30 minutes a day. You don't even think about it. You just do it. And you're just so excited to do it every single day. And if it's something you're passionate about, you would want to spend more than 30 minutes on it. And you eventually will once you start to build it into a burning desire. So that's what you need to do. Thirdly, is build a burning fucking desire in you until it's a roaring passion. Then this thing is just absolutely on fire. You're ready to go. Now let's recap the steps that we've gone through so far. Number one is you have to go out and play. Find what interests you. Take stock of what interests you in life. Write that down. Number two, pick a few things that you think uh, that really do interest you, or if you found maybe just one, one at a time is probably the best way to do it. But you know, if you want to do two at a time, that's fine too. Try and become better at that thing and see if you enjoy the process of getting better at it. And if so, pursue it even more. And number three is build a burning fucking desire around it by writing it, writing down what makes you so pumped up about this thing, why you're excited, tell the people why you're excited about it, and then devote a 30-minute daily practice of doing whatever it is in this thing that is going to help you immerse in it, whether it's uh, reading something about it or listening to something on YouTube or doing the actual thing, whatever it is, dedicate 30 minutes away for it. And then number four is you want to just full out commit to this thing. You need to make a 
commitment to this passion because what usually happens after a while, you know, you get this interest phase of uh, the honeymoon phase, so to say. It's like the relationships that you go, that you know people go on. They have like the first six months or the first year, and they're just absolutely in love, and there's no fights. And then all of a sudden, there's that plateau. It becomes commonplace, and we as humans create. Cre- I can't speak too much here, but I'm not going to cut it because I want to be authentic with you guys. Anyways, we crave variety. We crave difference. We crave a change of pace. So when we're doing the same thing over and over again after a year, we tend to get bored with it. Now, here's the thing. All the people who have done what they're passionate about in life have pushed through the boring things. They pushed through that phase. And the way that you push through that phase is keep elevating to higher levels. Keep growing. Keep getting better. You want to play at one of the highest levels of these things. And let me tell you this. You don't have to play at the highest level. But it's something that will lead to much more fulfillment than if you were to just do this thing as a hobby. Because when you can really make an impact on this thing, whether it's on people's lives, your lives, your family's lives, whatever it is, it becomes so much more fulfilling and you do that by becoming one of the best in that area. So, for example, if you're a swimmer, becoming one of the best could mean that, you know, you're essentially going out and inspiring other people to push their limits and become an athlete of whatever they want to be. It doesn't have to be swimming, it just can be whatever. If you're an artist, you want to make people feel amazing by the beautiful images that you paint uh, or, or draw, whatever your, your uh, artistry is you want them to feel a certain way if you're an investor you want to be able to take that money and contribute it you know whether it's again to your family or donating to a charity or 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 making a service project happen whatever it is or investing other people's money right like you could become someone who manages other people's money and helps them go into retirement or whatever because when you gain mastery you gain utility and when you gain utility you're able to contribute and one of the most fulfilling things in life is being able to contribute to other people and improve their lives in some way shape or form i don't care who you are every person innately wants to contribute and when we're able to contribute by doing a thing that we absolutely love and are passionate about that will lead to ultimate fulfillment and that leads to purpose right? I know I use those interchangeably, passion and purpose, but passion is something that you have that you're doing and purpose is a calling. And when you can contribute by doing your passion, that's a purpose. And when you have a purpose, nothing can stop you. So that is the fourth and final step is just seek to even get better in that area push through the boredom that's eventually going to come. I'm not going to lie to you. It's eventually going to come. And then essentially find a way where you can contribute by it. And that will lead to a fulfilling purpose and passion in your life. So let's go back and go through these steps one by one. Number one, go out, play, discover, find what interests you, take stock at your current interest already. Number two, try and get better in that thing or things that you think are really interesting in your life and ask yourself, do I enjoy the process of getting better at this thing? Do I, does this thing take more energy from me than, it get, than I get from it or is it the other way around? If it is the other way around, you want to proceed definitely to step number three, which is build a burning motherfucking desire. Go out and tell people about it. Write down your reasons why. Why you love this thing and look at it every day build a practice 30 minutes every single day devoted to this thing so that you can build that burning desire and once you have it number four 
become even better at that thing and then push through the boredom and that plateau that comes with doing the same thing over and over again. You need to push through that and then also find a way to contribute through your passion in order to create purpose. Now, there's some disclaimers about this. I know you might be asking, how long would this take me? Dude, the discovery, and ladies, I shouldn't just say dude out there because I know there's a lot of ladies listening to this podcast. <laughs> so, the discovery phase can last anywhere from one to two to three years. And guess what? Don't beat yourself up if it does take four years or so on and so forth because you want to go out and in, and really play. And if you're young, don't worry about it, right? Don't worry about it. Just go out and play and discover and find what interests you. It can take you two months. It can take you two years. It can take you seven years. It doesn't matter. Take as long as you can in order to find what is something that really interests you? It may take a while. It may take a day. But just realize that everyone's on a different timeline. It might take longer for you. It might take shorter for you. But don't focus on, don't go into everything and be like, hmm, like this, is this going to be what my passion is? Like don't go out and look for, um, you know, basically your passion right off the bat. Like don't go and say, oh man, is this like, is this something I would be passionate about? No, just like do the thing. And then just see if it just interests you, even if it's a small little interest. And don't be disappointed if you don't feel it. Just look at it and say, hmm, okay, I know that that is not something that interests me. Now I'm going to go on and move on to the other thing that does interest you, right? So go out and do that and just remember that thing. And this whole process can take a while, right? You don't want to go out and try and rush this process because if you rush this process, you'll prematurely optimize. And when you prematurely optimize, it's not a good thing because then you set yourself up in a pretty sticky situation and essentially uh, it does not end well. So take your time with it. Enjoy this process of discovery. Enjoy the playing that you get with trying to discover these things and in the end of the day, again, just don't beat yourself up if it takes you a while, right? You got to love yourself and treat yourself with compassion along the way. And I promise you, I promise you, if you follow this process, you will eventually cultivate a passion that it will give you so much purpose, so much meaning, and most importantly, so much fulfillment in your life that you will just look back and just be grateful of every second that you're doing this thing. I promise you that because I put myself through this process and, and so have the most passionate people in the entire world. They put themselves through this process process that allowed them to pursue what they're passionate about, whether it's a Gary Vaynerchuk, whether it's a Rachel Hollis, whether it's a Aubrey Marcus, whoever it is, this is the process that they put themselves through. So thank you all for listening to this solo cast episode of the Art of Fulfillment podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you guys to put this process in place. Go out, discover. I mean, that's like the most important part. Go out and discover. And if you want to learn a little more about this process, uh, I would recommend two books that really helped me to shape this whole view. So number one, the book is So Good They Can't Ignore You by Cal Newport. And um, this, you know, touches briefly on the process that I have. I had a little bit of um, spin on it, um, but I did get a lot from that book. And number two is Grit by Angela Duckworth. And that whole book is all about developing grit and how part of grit is passion and purpose. And it talks about how those things are built and not cultivated in there as well. So I would recommend those two books if you want to dive deeper into it. But I promise you, if you follow this process, you will find your passion or purpose. Remember, this is not a quick fix. 
It's not something that's going to instantly find your passion in five minutes. This takes work, but in the end of the day, it's fun work, right? This is not something that is, you know, totally strenuous. I mean, this is, this is our life's purpose we're talking about here. So this is how you develop it. Also, too, if you want to talk about life's purpose a little more or learn more about it, listen to our podcast interview with Mark Devine. I mean, the episode is literally called Finding Your Purpose in Life. Um, so you can go and discover that one out a little more. And if you have any questions about this process or if you just want to give me feedback, whether it's good or bad on this podcast, solo cast that is, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at Meditation for Millennials, and you can reach me on Instagram at Joe Corsione, and we'll be more than happy to answer your questions and listen to your feedback because we just love every second of it. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Next solo cast episode, we're going to talk about how to deal with failure because if you, whatever you go on the path that you decide to go on that is your passion, there will be inevitably some failures along the way. And dealing with those things are so important. So we're going to talk about that on the next SoloCast episode. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great rest of your night, and we'll see you next week.